the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show today, and I'm so thankful, so humbled to be with you. I want you to know that today we're going to be talking about self-love. Self-love, right? What does that mean? And how do we go about doing that? So we're going to talk about that, and I'm going to explain why. I was with a dear loved one just yesterday, and this dear loved one looked me in the eyes and said, I don't know how to keep doing this. I don't really want to go on. I know it's wrong for me to be thinking like that, but I'm really not sure. I just really don't want to keep going like this. It's just nothing changes. It's the same, and I'm not getting any help, and I just feel so alone, so alone. And she's a believer. It's not like she doesn't have God. But sometimes we need people. We need people to surround us. And I don't know, maybe you have a solution to what to say to someone like this. Maybe you've come across this yourself, where you've been with somebody that just felt like giving up, felt like there was no reason to keep on going. What do you say? What do you just say to somebody like that? You can see what they're facing. You can see what they're going through. And as much as they love, you know, um, what they're doing and who they're doing it for, if they're doing it for someone else, they still feel so empty or so lonely and what's in it later, you know, what's going to happen in life later. And I just don't know if it's worth going on. Can you please tell me, what do you say to someone that you love that's suffering with that type of thought process? And if you know of a counselor, if you know somewhere where I can direct this person, because I don't have the answers. I don't have the solution. All I know is our God is a wonderful God, and there's a reason why we go through what we go through. Sometimes that doesn't make it easier when we're going through it. Even though we know there's a reason and there's a season, sometimes it's just very difficult. What do you tell somebody that's in that situation right here, right now? to help them hold on for another day. What do you say? Please help me with that. And if you would, contact me by going to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word dot com. Tell me your name. Give me your contact information if you want to. Let's have a conversation. But if you have some answers, if you have solutions, if you've been there, done that, and you have, you know, some answers or a story that would bring hope or inspiration, you know, I really want to hear it. And if you had, have advice that I can pass on, or if you have a person or a counselor or something, th- this person has reached out and asked me to do just that, to see if there's a counselor. Now, not all counselors are equal, and I know that because I think, I think in my marriage, uh, we wore the counselors out, and there's good counselors and there's not so good counselors. There's people that need counseling that are counselors. But there are good ones, 
and there's people out there, Christian counselors that uh, seek godly counsel themselves, and that's what I'm looking for. So if you can help me out with that, I'm reaching out to you because, you know, we don't always have the answers, but we're only one person away from the answer. And our Heavenly Father, I know, is the answer. I know that. But he uses people, doesn't he? He uses people. So I'm asking you, because you are people, and I'm asking you if you can help me out so I can help my loved one out. Okay, can we do that? So that's the purpose and the reason for my choice of subject matter on the show today of self-love. Because sometimes we just don't feel like God's even listening, or we don't feel that we're worthy to receive whatever the the conversation is in our heads, and it causes us to give up hope. I don't want anyone listening. I don't want anybody out there to lose hope to where they snuff their light out and they, and they just call it good or call it a day. And I've had two friends just recently that have done just that, and it's such a shocker. It's a shocker because you, you don't even know. So when you do have an indicator, you have something where it's showing that there's signs of giving up, don't you really want to take the time to try to help? I do. So dear Heavenly Father, I lift up this time to you and I just ask that you guide the words that are spoken today. You guide my thoughts. Give me discernment in this message today. And for those listening, give them the courage to reach out to me. And if they have someone or if they have something going on, if they have a story to tell, Lord, please just give them the, the courage to text me, to connect with me on the Sue Freeze site, Lord. And I just thank you so much, Heavenly Father, for all that you've already done for us. And I want to shout out, Lord, uh, I just want you to give healing to my mother-in-law, who I hope is listening right now, and to my sister-in-law, who's got some aches and um, pains. I just uh, pray for her complete healing. And Lord, I just thank you for all of this. So thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So how to handle self-love as a Christian. And this was written by Lee. That's all that's there is Lee, L-E-E. And basically, this woman said that um, there's no shortage of advice in the world on how we should handle self-love. And we hear, you need to love yourself first before you can truly love others. And yes, that is true. We do need to love ourselves. We need to love God. We need to love ourselves. Because how can you give something that you don't have yourself? That's a basic principle. But how can you give something if you don't have it? And you have to take care of yourself. Your body's your temple. You have to take care of yourself because if you don't, you're going to wear out quicker and things aren't going to work right. You know, if you don't eat right, if you don't drink enough water, if you just don't do those basics, along with, you know, getting some exercise to keep your bones strong, to keep those muscles, you know, uh, working correctly. You need to keep your brain muscles working by reading or thinking and listening to something that's going to, you know, step you up in your thought process and your believing process. And that's all love because you're taking care and nurturing yourself. And you need to do that, okay? We need to do that. Love yourself first and everything else falls into line. That was Lucille Ball. Remember her? Often today we're told we need to love ourselves more. Okay. It is said that self-love is the key to our happiness. But is it really? How are we supposed to handle self-love as a Christian? Before I was a believer, this isn't me, this is Lee, 
I wavered between two extremes on the self-love scale. Number one, I was so insecure, I secretly wanted to believe what they were saying was true, but couldn't quite get it. Number two, I was content enough with my circumstances for the moment that I ran from self-love epidemic, writing it off as, hmm, not for me. As Christians, we need to seek wisdom on the topic of self-love. It's important we run it through the word of God. And that's true with anything. We need to run it through the sifter of God. Okay, because we need to know we're in alignment with him. Self-love and God's love. A quick clarification on the topic of self-love. Self-love is not the same as self-care. God wants us to care for our minds, souls, and bodies in a way that honors him. He created us and wants his best for us in those areas. He is for our self-care. I know. I and many women need to be reminded of that. So no putting off the self-care, okay, ladies? You need to take care of yourself because we have to take care of others, right? We're the nurturers, so we need to take care of ourselves so we can take care of others. Self-love is based on our feelings. Self-love is based on our thoughts about ourselves. Self-love is based on our circumstances. And self-love is based on our relationships with others. Self-love focuses on us and our temporary circumstances. It's dependent on how we feel that day or week. What we have, things or relationships or what we do, it is ever-changing and provides no lasting satisfaction. Instead, God offers something better. He offers us foundational love. His love is not based on how we feel. It is not dependent on our works or what we do. It is based on him and what he did for us. 1 John 4.10, this is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. He offers us everlasting love. His love is forever. He is drawing us to himself. Jeremiah 31, 3. Long ago, the Lord said to Israel, I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love, with unfailing love. I have drawn you to myself. He, the Lord, takes the focus off us and shows us how to love others. Mark twelve thirty one says, the second is this, love your neighbor as thyself. There is no commandment greater than these. We already love ourselves to some degree, no matter how insecure we may feel. Think of how often we think of ourselves. I am so, if I were only, I wonder if they think I am blank. First, those are condemning thoughts God disagrees with. He thinks good thoughts towards you. But it's also thinking of yourself first. We often put our will and our way above God's will and loving others. His love reminds us to put others first, to esteem or build others up, to love others with his love more than we think of ourselves. Okay, I agree with all of this, but under the circumstances of my opening statement, I am wondering how to fulfill or to give inspiration to those that feel like they are serving God. So I'm really putting myself on the spot right now, and I'm really just wondering Again, even when a person is a Christian and understands that God loves them and that God is the almighty healer and he's, you know, he's the one that brings freedom and he's the one that sacrificed the most incredible sacrifice. Where do you go when you're at the state of my friend? 
And I'm not sure if I'm going to have the answer in this, but I'm going to try. How do we choose to handle self-love as a Christian? The greatest commandment, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Are we doing that, first of all? Okay, are we doing that? Are we putting him first? Well, in this case, if you are a caregiver, if you are caring for someone else, and you totally have to put yourself aside and totally focus on the care of another person, you are putting God first, and you're putting others before yourself. You are. But what brings comfort, what brings hope to the caregiver, the one that is sacrificing and loving beyond love? It's, it's a sacrificial love. But what brings hope to that person? You're listening to the Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA 99.5. And thank you, San Diegans, for listening on KPraise. And thank you for the word, KDAR in Ventura. And thank you, KUHL up in Santa Maria, San Luis Obispo. I feel so blessed, so honored. And on the internet, iHeart, iTunes, tune in, all of those places, along with the podcast that you can freely get at your whim whenever you want. Uh, it's available for you on all those places I mentioned. And if you go to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries when we're com, you can go there and get nine years of podcasts. You can pick and choose what you want based on what you're needing right now. And people say you're so real. Yeah, I don't know how to be anything but vulnerable, transparent, and real. And sometimes it's painful. It truly is. But you know what? If I can teach others to be this way, I think this world could be a much better place. I don't have it all together. I can tell you that right now. I don't have it all together, and I've made mistakes in my life just like you. But I can tell you I put myself out there, and I will accept responsibility for what's mine. And I think that's being professional, and it's being mature. And as a Christian, I think we do need to be real. Because if we keep putting on the facade and we keep making people think that everything's okay when it's not, it doesn't give others the chance of reaching out and helping and finding the joy in the giving. So I recommend that if you are on one side or the other, and if you need to be on the receiving end, then let people know you need to be on the receiving end. And if you need to be on the giving side, then give. Do what you need to do. My friend said, you know, what drives you, Sue? What drives you? And my answer was is that I want to make a difference in this world. I want to have an impact. I want to be significant. I want to do what God created Sue Freeze to do. And if I fall short of that, I have no one to blame but myself. So I need to step up. I need to step out. And maybe some of you need a little nudge. And maybe this is it. Maybe you need this too. But there's people out there that might need you. Right now, I feel a burden, a heavy-duty burden right now for someone that I love for. I love so much. And I just feel like she's given her life for others. And it feels like nobody seems to really reach out and care. I think it's sad, really sad. So I'm going to continue on. When we choose to believe the truths he says about us, we will have Christ's esteem that builds us up and flows from the inside out. Therefore, we will cling to the truth of how much he truly loves us. And yes, that's so much that he gave his only son to die for us so that we can spend eternity with him. Now, I know my friend believes that. She believes that with all her heart. She believes that God loves her. She believes that she will spend eternity with him. 
but she's ready to go right now. She's ready to go right now. She doesn't want to wait. And that's where I'm like, wait, wait, no, 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 you're not done here yet. I know, I'm not sure what encouraging words I can give her that's going to give her a hope. I'm not sure. If you know what to say, if you know what to do here, please help me out with you because I'm really at a loss. Let's talk about loving yourself. And this is by Debbie McGuarren. Make yourself your number one priority. Now that sounds weird, doesn't it? Especially for those that are really giving everything they have to others. You know, put others before yourself. That's what I always say is, you know, if you want to show love, you put the other before yourself. And that's true. But make yourself your number one priority. Many people fall into the trap of putting everyone else's needs first. Those of their children, their spouse, their friends, never taking a moment out for themselves. If you keep this up, you'll soon drain your own tank. And once it's drained, you'll have nothing left to give. Now, that is something I could say to my friend. The only problem is she doesn't have backup. She doesn't have somebody to come in and pick up the slack. So it's, it's on her. What is she supposed to do to say, sorry, I'm going to go to the spa today. Sorry. You can't really do that. When you're put in a position of caring for another person, if you're in the position of, of being there and, and being the support, what do you do? What do you do? That's why it's so important to recharge. Take a breather and put yourself first. If you don't, it's a recipe for disaster. Remember, in order to love others and be loved, you need to first love yourself. Okay. So ask yourself if you're on the giving in right now, if you don't need the receiving, you need the giving. Ask the Lord to provide you with a person who needs you, who needs a shopping break, who needs a dinner break, who needs a movie break. That you can go and you can take over for them, for children, babysitting, whatever. Ask the Lord to reveal to you someone that you can reach out to and give them some free time to be and take care of themselves. Can you do that? I think it's kind of fun. And if you're down right now and you're feeling sorry for yourself, and maybe you have reasons to feel sorry for yourself, this is the best way to get out of that. The best way to get out of feeling down is to help someone else, to do something for someone else. And when you do that, it feels really good inside. And it gives you a new, I don't know, it freshens you up in your thought process. So try that, okay? So are you ready for the challenge? You know, um, go on com and let me know how it goes. Give me the story. I want to hear it. Number two, stop criticizing yourself. Are you doing that? Are you criticizing yourself? You know, there's a lot of people out there that are criticizing, and there's a lot of people that will give you negativity. So we need to be the strength. We need to be talking positive to ourselves. We need to do that, okay? And whenever you catch yourself saying something negative to yourself, you need to stop it. Just stop it because your words are a two-edged sword, and we need to watch what comes out of our mouths. And watch what you're saying inside your mind. This was another uh, message that I had, I think, two weeks ago. I'm not sure. But just watch what you're saying to yourself, your self-talk. And if it's not building you up, then, then catch yourself and change the words to an affirmation, okay? Whatever you're saying that's negative, change it to an affirming uh, sentence. And then start saying that. And your mind will hear it. And it'll build you up. Nobody is perfect and nobody comes from a perfect family. Yet many people judge themselves unmercifully. 
for the slightest shortcoming. I'm too fat, too dumb, too ugly. Tell yourself these things too often and they become a reality. So reverse those. If you're saying you're ugly, say you're pretty. If you're saying you're dumb, say you're smart. If you're fat, start visualizing yourself being thin. And start saying, I'm thin. I'm getting muscular. My body's, are getting more, my body's getting more muscular. My body's getting thinner. My, you know, start talking like this. And your mind believes what you say. It's amazing how it works, but just try it. Try it for two months. I challenge you. Just do it. It says here, whether you think you are capable or you think you're not, either way, you are right. Each one of us, by the virtue of being human, has some degree of insecurity. Perfection is not a natural state. Stop pretending you have to be perfect and cut yourself some slack. That's good news, isn't it? You're not perfect. Isn't that great news? And you're not going to be perfect. And that's okay. Isn't that great news? I always like to say, you know, I'm so thankful God's not done with me yet. Because if he was, then I would be perfect. But he's not done with me. He's still roughing off the, the edges, the rough edges. He's smoothing them down and he's, you know, scratching them off. And he's just making it a smooth platform for me. Praise yourself. Praise helps to build your self-esteem and nurtures feelings of self-worth. Criticism tears you down and can leave you feeling demoralized and hollow. When you belittle yourself, you destroy hope, which can have disastrous consequences. Okay, now this is something that we definitely can say to people that feel like there's nothing left. We need to say, okay, we're going to change what we're saying. We're going to change what we're thinking. And we're going to build ourselves up from our words and our minds, and we will be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So what we say, what we think, we need to guard it with everything we have. Now, this is something we could say. Now, whether they're interested, whether they're willing, or maybe they feel so defeated that they're just thinking, no matter what I do, it's not going to be enough, or it's not going to fix the problem. I know that. I know that kind of thought. I do. But do we like where we are right now? If we're feeling like there's no hope, we don't have anything to lose if we're going to just switch it up a little bit. No pain, no gain. But if we're feeling helpless and feel like there's no use, then we have nothing to lose but to just try this. Right? What if it works? What, what if it's going to change the outcome? What if, what if it's going to change the way we hold ourselves? What if it changes the way we sleep? What if it changes everything in our lives just by changing, changing our thought process, changing our words? Even when things look really grim, we have to find the good in, in anything and everything. We have to find the good. Okay, I didn't have these words. The Lord's providing these right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But the Lord's providing me with what I need to say to my loved friend. And I need to walk by her and help her with this kind of talk, with this kind of renewing of her mind and her thinking. I need to affirm her with my words to her. I need to help her see her the way God sees her, not the way she's feeling, not what she sees in the mirror, but what God sees in her by her selfless act of kindness. We will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. 
And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. As a special tribute to all the wonderful moms, now through the end of May, we are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. A little rain, a little sun, and a house made of wood. Your house. A termite's paradise. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the owner of E. Cola Termite Services. And Sue, E. Cola is California's leading termite and pest control company. This time of year, termites are looking for a home, and chances are they've already moved in to your home. Give them a little rain, a little sun, and they'll start swarming and nesting, raising kids, thousands of hungry kids. Ugh! E. Cola will get rid of those unwelcome house guests quickly by using effective and family-friendly methods like microwave, electric gun, and the E. Cola heat process that kills termites without the move-out hassle or embarrassment of tenning. I love that. Call us at 1-877-332-BUGS, 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $100 off. E. Cola. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Ask about E. Cola's lifetime renewable warranty. 1-877-332-BUGS. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for listening to the commercials on the break. And, uh, you know, thank you, E. Cola, Termite and Pest Control. And if you'd like to sponsor this show, I welcome that. E. Cola's been sponsoring this show for a long time. You know, I hear other uh, radio hosts and everything, and I see those big advertisers on there sponsoring those shows. And I'm happy for everybody. But, you know, I just, I think with the listenership that we have here on the Sue Free Show, that I think there's some companies that are missing the mark by not being on this show. So I'm just uh, inviting anyone and everybody. And let me tell you that because this show is syndicated and goes all up and down the state of California, mostly southern, central, what I can offer is, you know, you don't want to advertise past your area of service. So it doesn't matter. If you're in San Diego and you want to advertise, we can put you on the KPRAE site and you can talk to the local customers there. Just reach out to me by going to Sue Free, spelled like friesoneword.com, and I can help you. I've been advertising for a long, long, long time. I don't want to even tell you how long, but I kind of know what I'm doing because of the School of Hard Knocks. So I want to just, you know, pay it forward and offer you an opportunity to inexpensively test the market and see if it might work for you. And I won't let you buy something that I don't feel would be good for you. So just, you know, reach out to me, please. Companies, uh, I know there's a lot of companies out there. I do business with you, um, you know, service providers and whatnot, you know, air conditioning, roofing, um, painters, all of all of those and more. The approved home pro um, is something that I am part of. And there's just so many uh, other providers on that network 
that I don't know why they're not reaching out and advertising with me on this show. Maybe it's because they don't know. I don't know. But I think we need to connect the dots, and it would be great. Okay, so I ended before the break. There was number one, make yourself your number one priority, right? And the number two was stop criticizing yourself. How many of you do that? And you think it's okay. You know, you kind of just downturn yourself. You know, you just, you, 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 you turn it off and, or you turn it down and, and hum, you think it's humbling, but it's not humbling. It, it, it's not. It's minimizing you. And you don't want to minimize you. And you are important. You're important to God. He sent his only son to die for you in your place. Now, if that doesn't show value, I don't know what does. There's nothing that shows more value than that. He loves you. He wants you to live out your purpose that he created you for. And if you are not making yourself a priority, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you are criticizing yourself, if you're not praising yourself, if you're not taking care of your body, then you're doing a disservice to God. You're doing a disservice for you and all those that love you because they want you here a long time. You know, and if you're not taking care of yourself, it's very hard to take care of someone else. So just saying. So criticizing yourself. Understand you are worthy, that you are valuable. You've got a big V on your head. Big V on your, on your head. You're valuable. Okay? You are important. You are special. Start acting like it. Just start acting like it. You're not all that, meaning, you know, you're just pumped up and you're, you know, I'm not talking about the puffed up stuff. I'm talking about just understanding your insides and that you were created by somebody much bigger than you for a purpose. And he wants you to live that out. And if you're beating yourself up, you're not going to be in any position to take on the world. Right? You got to stop that. Stop beating yourself up. Okay. So number three is praise yourself. Praise helps to build your self-esteem and nurtures feelings of self-worth. Criticism tears you down and can leave you feeling demoralized and hollow. I think I already read that. When you belittle yourself, you destroy hope, which can have disastrous consequences. And when you don't have hope, there is disastrous consequences, and that's my friend. There's no hope for the future, no hope for tomorrow. You know, nothing's going to change. It's always going to be this way. So why? That's the thought process. And you know what, devil? You must flee. In Jesus' name, you must flee from these people, from these thoughts. You must flee. You are defeated in Jesus' name. And that's another thing we need to do is fight in the spiritual realm. Your words have power. The Holy Spirit gives you the power to fight the enemy, and the enemy is not of flesh. It's in the spirit. So you need to just rebuke that, rebuke those thoughts, rebuke what you think you see, and believe what God is doing. And that the victory is ours. I want you to go on to the Sufri site. I want you to push the button that says the I am affirmations. I want you to push that. I want you to print it. And I want you to read it every morning, every night. And I am telling you that if you do that for 30 days, I want you to contact me and let me know the difference. Because I'm telling you, the people that have done it, I should film the testimonials. You need to do this. It will change you forever and for the better. Ooh, I'm a poet and didn't know it. All right. So number four, take care of your body. I, I can tell you personally that I just started getting back into my regimen a little bit. I'm not a gym person. Don't like going to the gym. It's not fun for me. I don't like sweating. I just don't. Just saying. I love dancing and sweating when I'm dancing is not, it's okay. It's okay doing it there. But what I'm doing is I have a couple weights at home and I'm just doing just light weights 
you know, in my uh, morning regimen of, of, you know, I get my coffee, take a shower or not take a shower. And, and I just do some exercises. I do a couple push-ups and I do the plank. And then I do um, five and 10-pound weights in my arms and just try to get these muscles a little firmer, right? Then I go downstairs and I make my coffee and I'm doing push-ups off the counter. And I do push-ups this way and then I turn around and I do them uh, to get the triceps on the back. And I'm sore. I am sore and I'm only doing 12. What is that telling you? What is that telling me? I'm out of shape. But guess what? Not for long. Because what we do every day, those habits we do every day, change the outcome. It's not something you do once in a while. It's something you do every day. And that goes for how you handle your money, the words that you speak out of your mouth, the thought processes that are going on in your brain, you know, your hygiene, your clothes. Everything you do, it's a daily, daily decision, moment by moment sometimes. You have to capture those thoughts and say, oh, no, I'm not believing that. That's not, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. And you replace it. You replace the thought process with something positive, something good. And we can get in such a bad habit, can't we? We can get in a habit of just talking to ourselves and we're our worst enemy because of the things we're saying to ourselves. We need to stop that. You need to stop that. Respect and nurture your body by eating healthy, well-balanced diet, exercising on a regular basis, Brushing your teeth, keeping yourself clean and well-groomed, and getting enough sleep. There's one, the sleep process. You know, I used to live on four hours of sleep, and I used to tell people all the time when I was younger, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'll sleep when I'm dead. People say, how do you do it? How do you do it? I don't know. I just do. It's this nervous energy, and I just keep going and going and going. Guess what? Now, man, I need eight hours minimum. I'm in bed by nine. I get up at four. But I need that time. I need that sleep. And if somebody messes with my sleep, I am not a happy camper. I need my sleep. So check your body and your hours of what you need in order for you to feel refreshed and renewed so that you can take on the world. Because, you know, every day is a new day. And we need to take on that day with all we got. Taking care of your body will improve your health and mental outlook. What are you listening to? Who are you hanging with? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you eating? All your senses. Guard them. Guard all your senses. Pay attention to what you're doing with your body. And I can tell you that if you make these tiny little changes, they're really not that big of a deal. But when you make these changes, you will see huge returns. The ROI is there. ROI. It's a business term for return on investment. Invest the time. Make these little tiny changes in your life. These are not New Year's resolutions. These are life-changing decisions. They're little habits. 21 days to create a habit. Did you know it takes seven times, according to the experts, takes seven times of repetition of talking, like saying the same thing, takes seven times for it to get into someone's brain. Seven times. Whew, that's a lot of talking. But it takes seven times. And a habit is formed in 21 days. So when are you going to start? Are you going to start next week? Why? Why waste a week? Why not make a decision right now in your mind and say, okay, these are the changes. These are the things that I think I can change right now. I'm not going to say the F word. I'm not going to eat chocolate. I'm not going to have more than one cup of coffee. These are simple changes. They're not that hard. But the results will be wonderful, and you will see them. I'm going to start doing 10 push-ups every day. I don't know, whatever. 
Make the list, write it down, you know, glue it, tape it to your mirror so you remember what you're, you promised to do for yourself, and then stick to it. And you know what? Don't beat yourself up. If you fall short, which we all do, we're not perfect, but if you mess up a day, it's okay. You know, that's what grace is all about. It's what you do repeatedly. It's not what you do like once in a while. It's those things that you do all the time that create who you are. Do you believe that? Do you like what you're doing? Is there something you want to change? Ask the Holy Spirit to give you the strength if it's something addictive, if it's something that's harder to break, like smoking or drinking or marijuana, whatever. Um, you know, those things are a little more difficult to break, not impossible with God, not impossible with friends. Uh, but they're simple things, like your words, not using the S-H-I-T word, not using, you know, words. Um, we can clean up our mouths. It doesn't take that much. It's just we have to make a decision, a choice to do it, and we need to understand the why behind it, why we're doing it, and then we will make it happen. Okay, number five, after respecting and nurturing your body, number five is stop scaring yourself. Hmm? Many people let their negative thoughts spiral out of control, obsessing over terrifying worst-case scenarios. You have a stomach ache and immediately think it might be cancer or a coworker snaps at you and you assume you're going to be fired. These thoughts can be terrifying, anxiety provoking and paralyze you with fear or conversely cause you to act inappropriately under the circumstances. Take a moment, breathe, then replace those negative scenarios with a positive mental image, mental image, very good visuals inside your brain. It can be a beautiful sunrise, bouquet of flowers, can you smell them, the Bahamas, or anything that makes you feel good. If you practice this every time you find your negative thoughts spiraling out of control, you'll eventually succeed. This, my friends, is a process. This, my friends, is life journey. I can remember early on in my marriage, and I was so fearful that my marriage wasn't going to make it, that anytime we had a little tiff, anytime we had a little argument, I was fearful it was going to become so much bigger than that or our marriage was over. I, I just had all these like things going on in my mind. And so it caused me to spiral out of control. I just got like so scared that I started responding in a way that where, you know, it's like, what? Where'd that come from? That wasn't, you know, I mean, that was just, it was just a little tiff. It was just a little argument we had, you know, and I just was like so scared that I, I was focusing on the worst thing that could happen. And that's the worst thing we could do. You're tuning in right now to the Sue Freeze Show. Yes, the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go there and check out all the videos, the I Ams, the podcasts of nine years, um, all kinds of things on there. There's so much there for you. Take some time and check it out. I hope you do. I have business opportunities on there, too. If you want to make some extra income on your time off and you want to do it from home, you can do that. Um, they're products and things that I've been involved in a long time, and they've worked for me in the health world. Um, lipstick, uh, a certain tea, just all kinds of things that um, can be very helpful. And if you want to make some extra money or you just want to save money on products that you're going to use anyway. Either way, it's a great thing. All right. So um, take a moment and breathe and visualize something good so you can get out of this spiral effect of what if and, and thinking the worst. Boy, do I remember those days. It was horrible. And I did get so spun out of control. My emotions, it's amazing what our body does. 
it affects our body. And my favorite verse was, be anxious for nothing. I'm like, Lord, how can I be anxious for nothing when all this is going on? And all of it was in my head. A lot of it was in my head. Be anxious for nothing? Are you kidding me? Yes, Sue. Be anxious for nothing. I've got it. Let me have it. I got it. (laughs) So is that you right now? Are you anxious? Take a deep breath. Visualize a wonderful place. Just stay there for a moment. Can you hear the waves? Can you smell the flowers? Can you see the sunset? You hear the seagulls? I don't know. Whatever your place is. The smell of pine. I love the smell of pine. How about you? Anyway. So next, number six, be your own best friend. One truth in life is that you go to bed with yourself and you wake up with, uh uh-huh, yourself every day. It's in your own best interest to love yourself. You know yourself better than anyone else. You know all your faults and all your strengths. That is so true. Sometimes we don't even want to, we don't want to acknowledge those faults, do we? Eh, It's not really that big of a deal. And then it becomes a big deal. And then you're, you're forced to face it. It's not fun times. But they're wonderful times once you get past it and you learn what you could do differently to be bigger, to be better, to be more used for God's glory. It's awesome. You know what makes you laugh and what makes you cry. So who better to be your best friend than you? Show yourself the same compassion and empathy you would your best friend. Learn to enjoy your own company. I have friends that just don't want to be alone at all. They just never want to be alone. Me, I kind of enjoy my alone time because I'm around people so much and I feel like I have to be like always laser focused. And sometimes it's just so nice to just not, to just be. I have a little hammock swing in my backyard. And I tell you, sometimes I get my cup of coffee And I just go out there and sit and do nothing, absolutely nothing. I feel the sun beating on my face. I hear the birds singing. I see the water. And I'm just, I'm in peace, total peace. And, you know, we need that. We need that time to just, do you need that time? I'm telling you to take it, find it, do it. Just have that alone time. Be still and know that I am God. You need to have that alone time. And during this time, once you've taken these breaths, it's really important you breathe. Breathe in, hold it, breathe out. And then once you do that, like 10 times, pray to God and just ask him to fill you with his love and ask him to give you discernment on your decisions and ask him to give you discernment on Lord, what do you want me to do today? I know I have this calendar full of things that I could do, but you know what? I'm going to put that aside right now, and I'm just going to, I want to do your will. So, Lord, what do you want me to do with this day? I'm going to devote this day to you. I'm going to devote this hour to you. I'm going to devote the next 10 minutes to you. What is it you want me to do with this time? And just do that. And let him talk to you. Let him, let it, let you feel his presence. And you don't have to be in a macrame swing. You don't have to be, you know, at the beach. You can just be in a room. He'll meet you right where you are. Number seven, accept your negatives. We all have them. You know that? Yes, even you, you have negatives. 
No matter how negative your current situation is, there are inherent opportunities for growth and improvement. Okay, when someone's really down, 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 do you really want to tell them that? I don't know, maybe. Maybe. You may be in the throes of a divorce, in unemployed, homeless, or chronically ill. Dwelling on the negative of your current situation is the same as a dog chasing its tail. It gets you absolutely nowhere. Remember, nothing is forever, and that includes the negative things in life. Your circumstances are not a reflection of you. How you choose to react to your circumstances is what ultimately defines who you are. Be the best version of you. Okay, I don't know about you, but to me, that was, that was good. And I think there's some things I can take away there that could help me um, talk to the loved one that I mentioned in the very beginning of this, this show. I'm going to read from Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence. Peace in His Presence. I love that by Sarah Young. And I always say that, you know, I haven't opened this book. I don't even know what this is going to say, but I bet you, because I believe God is where I am with me because I ask him to be, that there's going to be something here that's going to go along with the message today. You ready? Keep your focus on me. I have gifted you with amazing freedom, including the ability to choose the focal point of your mind. (laughs) Only the crown of my creation has such remarkable capability. This is a sign of being made in my image. Let the goal of this day be to bring every thought captive to me. Whenever your mind wanders, lasso those thoughts and bring them into my presence. In my radiant light, anxious thoughts shrink and shrivel away. Judgmental thoughts are unmasked as you bask in my unconditional love. Confused ideas are untangled while you rest in the simplicity of my peace. I will guard you and keep you in constant peace as you focus your mind on me. Psalm 8.5, you made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. Second Corinthians, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Captive every thought. You need to do that. Hold your thoughts captive. Screen them, filter them, and make sure they're, they're what they should be. And if not, change them. Affirm. Give yourself affirmations. Isaiah, you will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind, both its inclination and its character, is stayed on you because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? Wow. Okay, this has been very, very encouraging for me, and I am going to uh, leave here. I'm going to make a phone call after I pray. I'm going to make a phone call to this friend that I'm referring to, and I think I have some encouraging direction that could help. But I'm still welcoming any help I can get from any listener out there. If you want to share with me your struggles, if you want to share with me any prayer requests you have, I want to hear from you. And if you have a success story, if you have victory over some of the things that were mentioned here, then I want to hear from you too because, you know, we learn from one another and we can uh, inspire one another and encourage one another. And I really welcome that. All right. I need to hear from you. I haven't heard um, from a couple people that I used to hear on a regular basis. They've kind of gone off the map a little bit. And I just want to know that you're still out there. So please connect with me, would you? And new, I want to hear from you. 
I really do. Um, and other than that, another story on the ministry house, um, it's nine acres of land. And so I need some fence. And so I had a fence guy come out and I'm going to do this reader's digest version. Anyway, I had a fence guy come out. He gave me a bid. I said, I can't afford that. Not even in pieces. And that Saturday he texts me and I'm in the road with my son. And he says, did you see that fence, that chain link fence that's on the side of the road? Cause they're, they're um, expanding the road on this one road. I said, no, I didn't. We get to home Depot. Here he is. And I said, you follow me? He says, no, but you know, and I, I asked him, I said, well, who do I call regarding that fence? And he says, I don't know. So we went back and I made phone calls. Long story short, I got a hold of um, the Chamber of Commerce and the city, and they got in contact with the subcontractor that was doing this enhancement of this road. And I told him my story about the ministry house and that I need this fence. And he says, that's really great. What do you want? And I said, everything. Um, he says, well, my problem is, is that I've already got it. The guys have already put all the fence in the truck. I said, where are you taking it? And he says, to the dump. I said, well, can't you take it to my place? He said, yes. And so he did. So I got free fence and free delivery. Isn't that wonderful? So, you know, you just have to put it out there and ask. God bless you. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. Until next week, I want to hear from you. Don't forget. God bless. Bye. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.